Blog Talk Radio. pitcher 
and it worked out for me because the Blue Jays went off and knocked Kluber out. And, um, the, you know, it, co- it didn't cost me a lot to have the Blue Jay bats. And for those of you listening up there, that's the tip of the day. It never hurts to, you know, if you're throwing in eight lineups, seven lineups, to, to pick one, maybe even two. Um, and, you know, it's not like Kluber hasn't had been roughed up a little bit this year. Isn't that true, Mahler? Yeah. Um, I mean, he's been kind of weird. He'll have a complete game shutout and then get shelled the next game, which, you know, makes his numbers not look too bad. He's still under four ERA and a great strikeout uh, rate. But, yeah, he's just been a little inconsistent, I'll say, because, you know, he's had a few uh, complete games, some eight innings, but then he had the stinker, you know, like you said, against the Blue Jays. Uh, a funny thing is I just traded for him in season long. I gave up uh, Trumbo, who's, you know, hot as all get out, and uh, a closer for Aldemus Diaz and Kluber. So we'll see oh, how I that like works that out. Trade. Yeah, I'm trying to build um, a giant pitching staff going down the stretch. I already have Kershaw, Sale, Strasburg, hoping Archer picks it up, and then I add Kluber to the mix, and that's a pretty solid five. Yeah, I would think so. I've never played season-long baseball. Don't have any plans to do it. Um, It's just too time-intensive and too long of a season. Um, You know, I I just got back into MLB DFS. I I do enjoy – uh, I do enjoy it, but you know it's very easy for me when I'm talking to you or some of the other guests I have on to quickly realize how much more time, energy, and effort, and how much better you know the players than I do because I hadn't followed baseball in a long time. But um, you know there can be some good DFS strategies that you can employ even without knowing. And you know I've always been pretty honest that I pay for you know content. I pay for the bat. I even paid for those sheets that Ben Jamin uh, put out. And so, you know, basically it's, um, you know, it's not a bad deal. So we should get into this. Uh, The slate is very interesting. And I'm going to go to you first for pitching. Are there any, you know, guys, you know, on, because I've been playing mostly FanDuel because that's where I've been having my success. And I'll throw in maybe one or two DK lineups a day. Um, their dynamic pricing kind of annoys me, but um, why don't you start and go through who your best pitching options are on the day? Well, when I look at it, it's all top heavy. I mean, the guys that you're going to want to have in your lineup tonight are guys that can put up the most points, and those are going to be the high priced guys. Um, I personally like Sale and Fernandez, but then you're looking at not having much money uh, to spend on bats. But those are my two top guys. I like Kluber against the Yankees. He's a few grand cheaper than the two I just mentioned. Um, I like Cole Hamels. I think he's going to be a very low-owned and sneaky play because people that have done their research will see that uh, he did not fare well last time um, when facing Minnesota. In fact, he was at a negative um, in DraftKings points. He gave up five earned and four innings on ten hits. So I think he's going to be a sneaky play um, at just under 10,000. And I think my sneakiest play of the day is Daniel Mengen. Um, He's a youngster for Oakland, but he's a strikeout pitcher, and he's facing 
one of the highest strikeout teams in the Houston Astros and um, could be a boomer bust type uh, situation, but I do like him. Other than that, I think uh, Casimir sneaky. He's at home against San Diego. And, uh, you know, if you go below that, you're just kind of trying to price guys in so you can fit Coors or uh, some of the bigger bats on the night end. So I'm looking at the top guys. Yeah, I haven't been playing a lot of Coors and a couple nights that obviously is going to take you out of the running. But since I mostly play GPPs, um, I just have, you know, again, I'd rather I'd rather do the Blue Jays or the Red Sox you know, one of those other offenses that are really likely to go off against, you know, versus cores, and where, you know, where you can, you know, on a day where there's no cores, you're going to pay a lot more for those Red Sox bats. So, um, but my pitching, obviously, I agree with you. I think that Sale and Fernandez are the best two options. Sale on FanDuel, I've put in a few lineups already because he's about 800 lower than Fernandez. I don't know in a GPP that I'm op- that I'm you know really interested in Sale. Um, I guess I would be you know against an Atlanta team. Fernandez, you know it, it, you know there I, I might throw in one Cincinnati lineup um, using that theory that I just told you. I, again, I, I want to make it clear, I'm never going to use this strategy against Clayton Kershaw, and I'm almost never going to use it against some of these top guys mentioned today. Um, but I will use it for a second-tier guy like Kluber. Um, but I also will use it, again, when you're playing a team, sometimes when the immovable object meets the um, the irresistible force, the uh, the irresistible force wins, and that's the hitting. <laughs> and and Cincinnati is a very good hitting team who can knock anyone out. Um, I, I you know again, if I do it, it'll be one lineup out of ten. But uh, I think that's sneaky. Um, so with the rest of my pitching, Cindergard uh, against Strasburg, I think he's going to have of the studs the lowest ownership. I I do like Cole Hamels, Mengden I like, but not at that ownership. Uh, I do like Scott Casimir, and as you go down a little bit lower, my number one guy for GPPs, I expect him to be pretty high owned because he's placing. Uh, Baltimore, and so here is a case where you've got a pitcher who's been pitching very well, and his salary's lower because of the fact he's facing a very good offense. Well, you know what? Sometimes that pitcher is going to win that battle. And at 6,700, Matt Shoemaker, yes, please. I I definitely like him for GPPs on on this site because. <laughs> I think, again, with all those heavy pitchers and all the other options, I think that Shoemaker is a guy who has shown the ability to put up a win. And then uh, as far as my sneaky guy goes, you know, I'm going to go all the way down to Chad Green of the Yankees. He had a very, very good outing his first time out. Uh, Cleveland Bats are going to be a pretty popular option tonight because they're facing the rookie. So, again, when other people are zigging, I'm zagging, and I think that Chad Green is a risky uh, GPP play, but if I'm going low, that's where I'm going. Thoughts on my selections, Mauler, and conclusions? 
Yeah, I think that green is a very sneaky play and very interesting. You know, some of these pitchers that are rookies and youngsters, they come up and the first time or second time they see a team, they baffle them. So I think that's a good idea. I actually used uh, Nova against Cleveland last night, and he got me well over what he was projected to get. Um, you know, he didn't pitch great. I think he gave up three, three, maybe four runs in six innings, but he struck out a ton and, you know, did what he was supposed to do at that price. So I think um, Green is a very nice call by you. I I totally agree with Schumacher call. Um, I want to go back to the end of May where he pitched against Baltimore, and I think uh, he ended up striking out 12 that game, had 38.7 DraftKings points. So um, in the one meeting against Baltimore this year, he owned them. Uh, we both know Baltimore strikes out a ton. Uh, you can get – you know, six, seven strikeouts just between Chris Davis and Trumbo on a bad night for those guys. So I think we should uh, put in Shoemaker and go from there. All right. So another strategy that you can employ is the, you know, hedge your bet uh, strategy on a guy like Chad Green. You think that he might give you a good enough um, outing to mix with a stud and, and some decent bats, put him in a lineup. If you think that he also might get blown out, put the you know put the Indian stack in a in a counterbalance lineup, and that way, pretty much either way, if he gives you a good to to great outing, boy, you're way ahead of the game. If he gets shelled, you're also pretty well ahead of the game. So you know I I think sometimes you know it's good to take both sides of a coin. Uh, with with key you know key things that could go either way. Um, all right, so I put Shoemaker in, and we'll leave the rest of it open, and we'll head over to the catching position. And at catcher, let me go first. So as far as the catchers go, you know, let me go through them. I think that. JT Real Muto is leading off tonight, but $4,000, no thank you. Um, Contreras against Liriano, who's been very spotty at 3900 Russell Martin against Pelfrey is probably my favorite catcher of the night. Um, you know, and I, I, I don't mind him as a single or as a double. So if you want to go a little bit lower in price point, um, I think, let's see, is there anyone really here that jumps out at me? Uh, Sandy Leone at $3,000. That's a little more than I'd like to pay for him, but he really, really looked good. And I would say that James McCann batting in the seven hole against Hap in a hitter's ballpark would be my low-priced option that I would look at. What are your thoughts at the catcher position tonight, Mahler? I have Contreras as my top play. Um, at 3,900, hitting cleanup against, uh, you know, Liriano, who can be good, but he's so inconsistent it's hard to play him. Um, I like, personally, at 3,000, Salvador Perez at home against Iwakuma. Uh, Salvi's hitting fifth tonight. You know, if you want to save some money somewhere, he's only 3,000. And uh, I don't mind the Russell Martin play either. We're still kind of waiting on the Toronto lineup, I think. Um, no, so it, 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 it's up. All right. What, where's Martin hitting in that? I think it was fifth. Hold on. Let me go back to it. 
Yeah, so Martin's up there too. If he's top five, um, I like Contreras, Martin, and you know Salvi Perez as a value guy. All right. Well, we got three good options. Why don't we see the way the rest of our lineup constructs? How much money we might have at the catcher position? What did you think of McCann as a punt? If we end up needing some more money. Well, see, I watch the- McCann every day, and I'm not impressed with his offense yet. He might be one of the best defensive catchers in the game, but unfortunately for our DFS purposes, we don't get any points for him throwing runners out. Now, he has no. picked his offense up lately, and at 2700 if you have to go that low, he's the only guy under 3000 that I would roster um, on DraftKings today just because the other guys have such – terrible matchup so if you're looking for under 3,000 he's really the only guy to play awesome all right Mauler why don't you uh, go first uh, first base and uh, see what you like well um, you know I love all the top guys but it's going to be hard uh, putting a lot of guys over 5,000 in your lineup Encarnacion against Pelfrey is is I mean a, a very luscious play same with Will Myers against Kazmir. He's been on fire. But I'm looking, you know, to save a little money, so I'm going down towards uh, Miguel Cabrera. He let me down last night. I was on the fence between him and Ryan Howard. And Ryan Howard had a, a great night, and Miggy did nothing. But, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles in DFS sometimes. So I'm back on Miguel Cabrera at 4,400 against Hap. Um, as I move down under the 4,400, um, as I look, uh, there's not much that really jumps out to me. I think uh, Carlos Santana um, is a decent play. He's at 4,900, a little above Miggy. If I had to choose between the two, I take Miggy. Um, you know, and if you're looking for value, I'm not sure how much is there at first base tonight. I'm sticking uh, sticking with uh, probably Miggy and anybody above him in the price range today. Gotcha. Uh, all right. Well, I would throw out Matt Adams at 3,500. We ha- we don't have the Cardinals lineup yet, but my favorite play of the day is 3,400. Ryan Howard, who's been, a, you know, he he's been playing better. Gray's a good pitcher, but to get a guy with home run, you know, double dung potential at um, 3,400. I mean, that would be my one Coors play of the night. Um, but the guy that I've really locked into, really, really locked into is the best value of the night against Whistler's mother, Jose Abreu at $3,300. I, I just think that's, that, that's the most appetizing guy for me out of the lower-priced options. What do you think about him? Yeah, as I was going down um, and I looked at Ryan Howard, I looked right below and saw Abreu at 3300 and Whistler was pitching then. It was kind of baffling, so yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, if you're looking to pay up in pitching and get a few big bats in, I think Abreu uh, is the way to go. All right, let's stick him in for now. We could always, you know, go back and uh, look at it again. Um, second base, um, which when I was dating was my favorite base. No, all right, I shouldn't say that. It was my favorite. But um, Kipnis, you know, if you're going with the Cleveland stack, uh, I think Kipnis, DJ D. LeMahieu has had a good season, but I'm not really looking for him, even in cores against Velasquez. 
I like Ian Kinsler at $4,400. I really like and think it is probably the most underrated stack of the night, the Texas Rangers against Gibson. So I like Rough Ned Rug Ned Odor, uh, which, you know, to me is rough odor, but, uh, you know, you can say what you want. Chris Archer is a good pitcher, but 3800 is a good value if you want to go with Dustin Pedroia. Uh, Jerickson Profar, the other uh, second baseman who also has first baseman ability at $3,800 is a guy that I would look at. Uh, Whit Merrifield, uh, not a favorite, but at 3400 out of the second hole. Um, as tempting as Neil Walker is against Strasburg at 2900 batting fourth, I'm going to pass on that. And as far as punts go, I don't have any. So uh, what are your thoughts at second base, Mahler? Well, I'll try and pick up a few punts for you just to help out our listeners. Um, if you're punting, take a look at Grant Green um, for the Giants against Patrick Corbin. Uh, same with Ramiro Pena down there. But you're right, I don't see myself rostering any of those guys. I'm I'm with you on second base. I think there's a lot of people that can be put into a lineup today at second base. I really like uh, the Kinsler idea. I like Kipnis, but he's about 500 more than Kinsler. I think Ben Zobrist can be a good play, and I like Odor. So um, we pretty much agree on all those. I think Baez, um, who's hitting seventh, is a very sneaky play with uh, home run potential. But uh, I'm with you. I like those those top guys, the Kinslers, the Odors, and those type guys. All right. So um, it's Kinsler or Odor. Uh, what do you think of the of a Rangers stack, or do you just want to go players? Um, I gotta say, Kinsler has a great batter versus pitcher. When I already like a guy and I like his price, I, I I'm not a one for saying, well, batter versus pitcher is great, but I'm also not going to ignore it if everything else that I research says that it's a good play, and then you tell me that he's also good batter versus pitcher. Um, and I'll give a I'll give a shout out to the sheets as far as the batter versus pitcher matchup, um, you know Benjamin Sheets. So um, yeah, um, you know let's see what was he for uh, yeah Kinsler okay against Tap thirteen at bats four hits uh, it's not great but there's uh, two extra base hits so there's a there's a pretty good uh, history there not as much maybe as we would like. So I'll let you make the final decision, Odor or Kinsler. Well, I, I say we go Kinsler. Um, he is hitting one. He has some stolen base potential, um, and it is a pitcher's ballpark. So if he gets on base, you know, there's a chance he could steal. There's also a good chance that he's going to score. So let's go Kinsler and work through the rest of our lineup. Okie doke. Um, let's go to third base. Mauler, why don't you lead us off here? Well, there's two guys that I'm absolutely in love with, and that's because of their matchups. Um, they're high-priced, but I actually put both of them in my lineup because one's outfield eligible, and that's Donaldson and Chris Bryant. Um, now, you can go down the list and probably make a good case for any of about the top five or six, 
Jake Lamb has been crushing the ball. He's facing Samarja, who I believe is on his downswing. Uh, Samarja started strong, but I think tonight, uh, you know, Jake Lamb is in play. Arenado is definitely in play at 5,100. Same with Machado and Franco uh, at 5,000. And even Kyle Seager at 4,900 is in play against uh, Ventura. Castellanos is in play at 4,700. I think third base is probably the deepest position, you know, for uh, DraftKings today. So anywhere from 47 up, 4,700 up, if you threw a dart at any one of those guys, I wouldn't mind rostering whoever the dart landed on. Well, uh, I'll give a couple lower-priced guys. Martin Prado, uh, I think a Miami stack against Dan Straley um, with, uh, you know, the very streaky Stanton uh, uh, looking to be on a hot streak. I, I, I don't mind Prado in a stack. Um, that that would be kind of one of my lower guys. I don't like that he bats seventh, but Juan Arebe at 3,000 against Green as part of a Cleveland stack, I think, is nice. Um, but the one guy out of the really good guys that I thought you missed was Evan Longoria playing uh, in Boston. You know, he's another guy with really good power. I would have preferred against the lefty, but O'Sullivan is not the most dangerous guy on the planet. So 4100 for him. Um, out of the higher price guys, you know, Bryant really wasn't on my radar because Liriano has the ability to be really good. He just hasn't been. And, um, you know, again, I'm, I'm okay with Castellanos, uh, but if I'm going to pay 4700 for Castellanos, I'm, I'm going 5600 for Donaldson. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, look, Pelfrey every now and again pitches decent, but I just think that Toronto lineup is going to be too much for him today. All right. We're going to stick Donaldson in, and we'll see how we do. We can always go back down. Uh, Shortstop, I love Almedes Diaz, but I loved him a lot more when he was in 5,100. Machado hits righties very well at 5,000. I think the chalk today is going to be Trevor Story uh, in Coors, I think Troy Tulowitzki's nice, but he's too expensive. If I'm going to do a one-off on a Cleveland, I'm going to go Francisco Lindor. I like him an awful lot today. I also like Brad Miller at 4,500. Let's see. Um, Again, you know, boy, you you know, you you can get a discount today because of Archer. Um, I think that I'm going to make a DraftKings lineup with um, a red, a full Red Sox stack because Bogarts is the second guy who's lower than you normally get him, and I, I think that uh, you know if they put up, you know, would you be shocked if they put up twelve or thirteen against Archer? I wouldn't. Oh um, no, so not he, at all. So you know, but he, you know, I only like him as part of a, a Red Sox stack. Um, so, you know, those are the guys that if I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay up for. Um, Jose Reyes is 2700 but he's playing against um, Strasburg. Igliasias is 2700 not exactly punt category, 
but probably if you're going to look to save money and you've already got Kinsler in your lineup leading off, Iglesias, batting ninth, not a horrible choice. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'll throw out a few more decent value guys. I like Correa at 3,900 um, and Simeon at 3,600. But uh, shortstop is pretty tough today. There's not a whole lot of guys that really jump out to me. So, you know, for that reason, I'm going to look to try and save as much money as possible while still getting the best guy in there. And I liked your idea with Bogarts. I think he's a good play. Um, and I also like Correa, so I'll kind of pass pass the ball back over to you and see what your thoughts are for the shortstop. Well, I love Correa. I mean, his price on FanDuel is ridiculous. Um, Mengden, you know, again, you know, 3900 for Correa. I think he's going to have low ownership. Why don't we – oh, boy, that's a tough one. Uh, give me a sec. Let's, uh, let's look at the bat. Bat will probably have Correa ahead. Bat, you know, actually, for the bat has Corey Seager as the number one guy at shortstop. You know, yeah, but, but he's forty. Yeah, he's yeah. he's cheaper on FanDuel. Uh, Correa definitely is um, higher up than uh, Bog, uh, Bogarts, not by a ton. Seven point four seven versus eight point three six. Um, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick Correa in there. I think. I think you'll you're gonna get your Red Sox stacks. So I I I don't see as many Houston stacks today. So I expect a little bit better chances with Correa and a little bit better ownership. So take us to the outfielders, Mauler. Well, this might sound a little crazy, but. The first guy that I locked into my lineup today in outfield was a $2,300 Justin. Um, he's batting six for the Tigers against left-handed Hap. Um, he's hitting the ball a lot better. He's hitting the ball for power. Had a home run last time out. So he's my he's my value saver guy. You know, 2300 allows you to, you know, have a little more flexibility in the pitching and the, uh, you know, other hitter spots. And uh, after that, I plugged in Chris Bryant. I think he's, uh, like I said earlier, I know you don't like him against Liriano, but he's been on fire lately, so I like him. I like the left-handed Coors bats. Um, I like uh, Trout against Jimenez. Uh, if you're looking for value, you know, definitely go down to Upton. Um, I like Stanton against Strail. It's funny how we went from uh, Stanton being overpriced at 2800 to now he's back up to 4900 but that's baseball for you. <laughs> All right. Well, I I immediately locked in Upton at 2300. I couldn't agree with you more. I was watching when he hit his home run and I think that he is a very interesting guy. I think Jose Ramirez has been a, is a very interesting guy at 4500 but I would have liked to have seen him be less expensive. Uh let's see as we go down, you know, we've got a little bit of a uh What do you think of Cameron Mabin batting second? Well, he doesn't have a lot of power. He only has two home runs on the year. Um I don't know about stealing against a, a lefty um, but if he gets on, there's a good chance he'll score today. So, I mean, he has that going for him. 
All right. Um, continuing to go through, looking for value. I would say Brandon Geyer batting fifth at Fenway for 3600 is an interesting guy. I would say that um, uh, always interested in Nomar Mazzara at 3600 You know, good price there. I would say that, you know, uh, keep going down. I would say, you know, you want to really try and catch lightning in a bottle. Adam Duvall against Fernandez at 3,400. What do you think of Mac Williamson, uh, 2,900 against Corbin? Mm, Don't know that much about the player. Tell me a little bit more about him. Well, he's just been uh, playing a lot recently with Pence being out. Um, you know, he's not ripping the cover off the ball or anything, but... Um, what, what's his... Oh, Williamson? Mac Williamson. Yep. Last five, he's gone eighteen seven zero seven five, And, you know, they've all been under... Priced under 3000 He's just somebody that I kind of looked at um, when I was going through. Gotcha. Um, just still kind of going through. Looking, looking, looking... Um, normally I would like Billy Hamilton batting second for that price, but against Fernandez, not as much. So, yeah, I'm I'm not really seeing, you know, a ton of lower price guys that I like. I think it's great that you nailed the one. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could definitely go Jeffrey Marte. He's out today, I, I think. Okay, so yeah, if he's not in the lineup, then there's really nobody that I can even see rostering outside of Upton until you get you know back up to the middle price range. It's just you know with the dynamic pricing, it's very difficult. Yep, it is. So um, you know we've got two Tigers. You know Michael Saunders. I, I like Michael Saunders at forty seven hundred. You know, with Pelfrey and Donaldson, um, you know, if you go Saunders, you know, he's been just on fire. And then you oh, throw yeah. Russell Martin, a catcher, you know, you would have Russell Martin. Where did he go? You, you know, that would leave an average of 7,650 going into the outfield position. If you put Chris Bryant in, that would leave us 9,800, which is a little less than what we would want for our pitcher. So that's one one you know that's one kind of strategy based off of what we were talking about. Contreras um, at catcher, who is another guy. You know, so what we're doing here is we're kind of going back through some of the names we liked at catcher, and then you put Bryant in with him. And let's say you did a, mi- a little mini stack, and you put Hayward in. Yeah, but Hayward's I don't like batting. Hayward lefty against lefty, yeah. Yeah, I don't either, and he's batting six. All right, um, hold on a second. Let's see. Well, if, you know, so let, let's try and find one lo- medium-priced outfielder that we like. Medium. Um so that we can do a little better with the bats. 
What what price range? Oh, uh, you know, I I kind of like Christian Yelich at forty one hundred. I mean, if you want a a, a little a little mini stack, you could go uh, Real Muto, who's leading off. That's four thousand. Hold on, sorry. I like Ash at thirty nine hundred, and I like Souza at thirty eight hundred. I'm just doing. if you do Stanton, Yelich, and Real Muto, that leaves 10-8, which gets you to Cindergard. Uh, I'm not advocating. I'm just saying, well, who is the guy you mentioned? Ash. Uh, Ash, Souza. And then who did I go down after that? I think there was one more I saw. Oh, Corey Dickerson, but he's the same price as Souza. So if you go Souza... You know, if you go Souza, yeah, that's a guy sixth in the lineup, and then you got a guy I mean, seventh in the line. But if you go Ash, if you go Ash Souza and Martin, just for instance, that would leave you twelve thousand three hundred for pitchers. So there's a way to do this. We just need to find the way. What pitcher so, are we trying to get? Well, I, I was thinking Fernandez. Yeah, I, I agree. Fernandez or Sale, either one. Yeah, I don't care which one. I mean, I, I actually kind of like the fact that Sale, I think he'll have the lower ownership because he hasn't been pitching as well. So if you stick Sale in and then you go back to catcher and you just, let's just say you put in McCann, right? We don't love him, but he's only 2700 that gives you three eight for both outfield positions, um, you know. And McCann's batting right behind Upton, so there's a little bit of, you know, a little bit of love there. Or are you just really off on McCann? No, no. I like I said, he's the only guy I would consider under three grand. All right. The other catcher you really liked was Contreras. If you went Contreras at catcher, Bryant in the outfield with Sale, you got nine hundred bucks left. So that one's not going to work. Um, Contreras is out. All right, so we're back to where we were. I mean, if you wanted to, you know, and we do, and do we definitely still want Donaldson? That's that's the other question. Donaldson's fifty six hundred. Uh, he's going to, you know, there's a lot of good guys, but he's going to be highly owned. Um, yeah, but, I, I mean, like I told Tommy G the other day, um, he was he was talking about the Downson being the chalk, and, you know, Downson went three for four with two home runs. I said, well, you know, it's a day you got to have him. You want those 35 points. And I just feel against Pelfrey, you kind of got to have him today. All right. What do you think uh... – who else do you like against Pelfrey? Everyone. <laughs> I mean, you could you could grab a bat and put on a Blue Jays jersey, and I would roster you today. Um. Let's see. All right, let's go back, and if we put Russell Martin in, why is that? 
about Russell Martin. You like Saunders? I do like Saunders. I like Saunders. I like Carrera. All right. If we yeah, see, but Carrera, I don't love him at four thousand. Um, no, not even hit beat off. No, not at four thousand. No, I mean it, it takes us off a of sale. If we just go Martin and Saunders, we're only at eighteen hundred. So we would have to go cheap somewhere else. Um, you know, who was the that really cheap second baseman that you liked? Uh, let me go back and look. Um, at least not bad. I like Solarte. Um, oh, uh, Grant Green. He's been hitting. He's been hitting second in the Giants lineup. Okay, so if we take Kinsler out and we put Grant Green in. And we keep Sale, Martin, and Saunders. That leaves us thirty-seven hundred for an outfielder, which gets us. Uh, I think you mentioned Geyer earlier, and I liked him. I think he's you do fifth. Yep. Um, also, Matt Holiday. He's, I was he's just available looking at Holiday at, at thirty-seven hundred. Um, he's hitting third. So that's one way to do it if we want a mini Blue Jays stack in there. Uh, let's look at shortstop. Correa at 3,900. Um, is there anyone less there that we would go instead of Kinsler? Because I feel stronger about Kinsler than Correa. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think there's anybody to pivot down to. What about uh, Iglesias? Nah, Iglesias is, uh, I mean, he's picking it up a little, but if you look, his last five are six, zero, 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 six, and he hits ninth. So, I mean, not sure. Some. Yep, we're just kicking the tires, kicking the uh, old tires. Maybe you take a look at uh, Ramiro Pena but that gets us to where we're going to have to keep an eye on the lineup to make sure he's playing for San Francisco. How about this? What about Jose Reyes at shortstop? Against Strasburg? He had 12 and 17 points. He's going to be very low owned. He's still got a pretty active bat. He's leading off. Um, How do you like him versus Grant Green? I don't mind that at all. All right, so we're going to go down low to Reyes. Low ownership, if he does well, that puts us ahead of the game. Yep, and then we got two leadoff guys with Kinsler and Reyes. I mean, Reyes isn't ideal against Strasburg, but, you know, that leaves us, th- you know, that leaves us 3,000 at outfield with Sale and... Uh, Everything else that we wanted, let's look at 3,000. Alex Gordon? Yeah, he's leading off as well. Yeah, but he's he has not been hot. No, um, not at all. But, but uh, 
whole Orlando is there, another less than inspiring option. (laughs) You want to do the same thing. Jason Worth is at 2,900. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I would uh, would consider him if he was facing a good lefty, you know. No, absolutely. And we know Syndergaard is not bad and he's not a lefty. Uh, What do you think about uh, Yasmani Tomas? I don't mind him at all. I I wish they were playing Arizona was playing at home. That would make it a lot easier for me to roster those Arizona guys. Uh, who's the other? Well, wh- what about your boy Mac Williamson? Yeah, I like him. He's been right, hitting uh, top five or so too. All right, so here we go: Matt Shoemaker, Chris Sale, Russell Martin, Jose Abreu, Ian Kinsler, Josh Donaldson, Jose Reyes, Justin Upton, Michael Saunders, and Mac Williamson. Yeah, I like that. Yep. The good. only other thing we could do, if you wanted to get out of sale, and we went down, you know, who would we want to go down from sale to? That's the question. Yeah, I mean, the only person I like that would save us a few grand is probably Kluber against the Yankees, um, especially at home. Um, you know, I I, I, the, I do like that. Yeah, I like that. And I think Kluber might strike out more people than Sale tonight, but that's just my guess. Uh, I think Syndergaard has a chance to actually give up some runs, you know, having to face Harper and uh, Murphy. So, yeah, if I had to move down, I would say Kluber, and then if you go below that, I would say Hamels. All right, so Kluber comes in. We go back to Correa. And that leaves forty three hundred at outfield. Forty three. Jackie Bradley Junior. Ryan Braun. I mean, you could put in Carrera at four thousand. I mean, you could go crazy and put in Bryce Harper. Yeah, no thanks. Ah, um, boy, that's a t- that would be a low owned one, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, what if you went back to Reyes? If what you went back to Reyes, we're at 5,500. 5, then you have your you choice get... of anybody but Trout. Well, you've been on Bryant all day, so I'm okay with it, you know? We oh, know yeah, against Liriano it's point. hit or miss, but... All right, let's do it. That way you get Donaldson and Bryant, who are the two guys you really wanted. We've got a little bit of a uh, – yeah, I mean, you know, watch Correa go for two home runs tonight. But, uh, all right, so do you like uh, Schumacher, Kluber, Martin, Abreu, Kinsler, Donaldson, Reyes, Upton, Saunders, Bryant, or did you like that? I like this better, I think. Yeah, I do too. I think Kluber has – a little more, well, I mean, you're saving. We're saving twenty five hundred with Kluber over Sale, and if if you're going to tell me Sale has a higher upside than Kluber, then I want to know, you know, how many points because it can't be more than a point or two. If you think Sale has can't more be, upside, can't be can't be more the can't be more the difference of what we're getting. 
And I right. think based right. on his recent bad performance, you might get a little recency bias and less ownership. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that that's going to about do it. Um, for those who are listening, we appreciate you. I'm Todd, Todd from PA, T-O-D-F-R-O-M-P-A. Um, I'm going to be doing a podcast on Sunday with uh, – I'm sorry, next Wednesday I've got one scheduled, another football one. I might as well announce the name of the gentleman I'm going to have on. It is Jason Rock Phelps, who uh, goes by at Data Scientist FF. I've also got ones coming up with a few other people. And uh, the Mauler does Mauler's Ballers. He's always ornery on Twitter. Mauler, why don't you tell people how they can find you as well? Yeah, just type in Motown Mauler on Twitter or at me at jbach14. Um, you know, we're always trying to help out, give out info. Um, sometimes I'll throw some jabs at you once I get to know you, but you know, that's cause I'm the mauler. So yeah, I think you're that, the, uh, you're the mauler. You got to live up to the, uh, you got to live up to the name. That's right. And I think, uh, you know, our lineup came together pretty smooth with, you know, uh, a huge number of games today. So I'm excited to see how that plays out. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very interesting um, set of lineups. I'm excited about it, and I look forward to checking with you to see how our lineup does during the night. Um, That'll do it for the Mauler and myself. We thank you as always. We also thank you for putting up with my bad sound audio until I get a new microphone. Um, You know, what we're going to do is we're going to lead you out today with a little bit of Carry On, Wayward Son, one of my favorite songs. And for you young guys, well, you're just going to have to put up with my old time rock or finish the pot early. We thank you so much for being a supporter of the Run to Daylight podcast, and we will see you later. Bye, Mauler. Take care. Carry on Yeah.